0: Now Lonnie Finley's his name Vince Eustace is his This is his hip-hop And movie news and, and that's, that's the way, way it is Guess who's back, back Back again, again Patrick's back, back Episode 10, 10 Yes! The gang's all here for episode 10, bringing you everything from Tinseltown to the Boogie Down, the home of the real hip-hop, hip-hop, spelled R-E-E-L, because because I can. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not in third grade anymore. You're not my third grade teacher, Miss Lukell. I can spell how I want to spell. I already graduated. This is Hip-Hop Movie News. I am Vince Eustace. I'm Lonnie Finley. Apparently... I'm in a gang now. <laughs>
1: I didn't even sign up for this. I wasn't beaten in. No one gave me any sort of uh, a notice about this. But myself and Vince and Patrick are in a gang.
0: Anytime you can get in a gang without being jumped in, I think. is Yeah. It, probably not a real gang. But it's like, a, it's like a... hip-hop a, gang. Like a junkyard gang.
1: We're definitely getting shot. One of us is. Two of us are. One of us is not.
0: Also, I want to <laughs> say, despite my aggressive tone, I loved my third grade teacher, Miss Lukell. I don't think you did. No, she did. Uh, she was great. Uh, I was actually very good at spelling, but... At the same time, no one tells me how to spell real. I spell it the way I want to. Sounded it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, back with us again, as noted earlier in the intro, is producer extraordinaire, favorite Kevin Bacon movie, is the Arab there, Patrick Pierre. <laughs> no,
2: it's not. <laughs> it should be. It's a good movie. Underrated. Yeah. It was a white
0: savior movie about Kevin Bacon trying to help a uh, large Nigerian play basketball. The, the crazy part about that movie
1: is that uh, believing... That Kevin Bacon could play basketball.
0: And dunk. He and dunked, dunked in that.
1: Sure. The Jimmy dunked.
0: Dolan Shake and Bake.
1: He dunked. That was the same stunt man who dunked for Woody Harrelson.
0: Probably. And yeah. also a seven-foot rim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All uh, right. I never, <laughs> now I have a Netflix queue that I need to go back and watch all these It is not on movies. there. I have looked. All right. Well, you just disappointed me greatly. Uh, moving on to the actual bulk of the show. We could talk about white basketball movies all day long. Uh, but we will start off the hip-hop portion with... Fuji's member, the ghetto superstar himself, Praz, is charged with conspiracy to conceal foreign political contributions. So federal prosecutors in D.C. have filed criminal charges against, do you remember his nickname was actually Dirty Cash, which I find is very ironic for this story, uh, but they're saying that he participated in conspiracy to assist Malaysian financer Joe Lowe. Gain access to and potentially influence Barack Obama during his 2012 re-election campaign. Uh, Prahas is said to have used bank accounts and straw donors to make campaign contributions to Obama's political joint fundraising committee. As a result of these alleged actions, millions of dollars in foreign money were funneled into American politics and the efforts to disguise the source of these contributions caused inaccurate statements to be submitted to the Federal Election Commission. This is a lot of things happening and I'll be honest, I don't understand it. a lot of it. I just got it now. Like I just got, you know, cause I, I, I briefly,
1: this is a new story to me. So it just kind of came up, you know, I was unfamiliar with this and I was like, there's a lot going on here, but I just got, basically they're saying that like, to disguise this influx of money that um, Prav's going to get from YOLO. <laughs>
0: it might be. <laughs>
1: J- J- is it J H? j-o-lo Yo. Yo. H-O-L-O. H-O-L-O. i've seen i've seen
0: johnny spelled sometimes J-O-L-O. j-h-o so i'm assuming like it's joe jolo
1: so j-lo apparently- <laughs> uh so disguise this money from j-lo uh basically was funny and saying hey i'm using it for to support the campaign so that way it made sense where this money is coming from but the reality is the campaign was like the ruse. It was the disguise about how this money is coming in. But the reality is, the, this money is, is being funneled in. So, this is where the pro- problem is. They're like, wait a second. This money that you were donating to campaign is actually coming from another source. That's from coming from Jolo.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like
1: Yolo. <laughs> in Yolo <laughs> in Malaysia. So, um, I guess ultimately, it appears based upon this article that a crime has been committed. Because this is something you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to embezzle money from one country to another. Now, I'm confused. Could he have taken the money and, and just been over with it? Or is the embezzling the problem? Or is it the fact that he put this money into the campaign and lied about where it actually
2: is from, is that the problem? Well, if he had just stayed quiet and kept $20 million or so in his account, I don't think it would have been a big deal. But the guy Jolo, Jolo, whoever he is, you know, uh, he wants to have influence in Hollywood. So obviously, oh. it's his money. Even though he was giving it to prize to funnel it through Hollywood, so eventually, like he had to use the money for something. He
1: wanted to have his money, his his fingertips into Hollywood by money. Exactly. So he's making money. Okay, I, I see now because I was like. There had to be a reasoning for like, why are you going on Proz? Why? First of all, if I'm going to get my money into Hollywood, is Proz the person who I want to start with? And then Hollywood, I would say no. Music industry, maybe not even Proz. I feel like there's... Probably saw this role in Mystery Man. It was like,
0: ah, this guy's the yeah, place. Yeah, he's it's
1: like, and then also, you're, you work, you were co with two other known criminals, uh, Lauren Hill and Wyclef. Yes, Jean. tax evasion
0: and... Stealing from Scamming music. from uh, charity children.
1: Train. So, um, the Fujis. The refugees, which say, this is the whole, this, this is so many things that are making way more sense now because of what the crimes they committed. Um, let me just say this. Based, I, I mentioned this before. I, based upon the current state of where our country is, uh, I don't see this as a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that this is. Based on where we currently are and how things are going on a regular political basis every single day and all the stuff that's coming out and not coming out and things that are being dismissed and things that we thought would get Trump out of office that aren't. I don't see that this here is a crime, especially if you're telling me that some of this money
0: went to go support Obama. I really don't see anything wrong with this at all. Now, you mentioned, Patrick, that if he had just kept it quiet as kept, everything would be okay. And I mentioned that I saw DJ Vlad had an interview with Praz about this probably a couple years ago. It resurfaced recently because DJ Vlad is always good at whenever a new story breaks and he has an old interview. He'll re-release it as a flashback. And I remember the very beginning of the video, DJ Vlad is like, Ah, so Praz, uh, I heard you donated millions of dollars to uh, Obama Super PAC. And Praz looked so shocked that he knew this and was like, how did you know that? Like, he must be working for the CIA or something, like, joking around. But there has been a rumor going around that DJ Vlad is working for the feds, and a lot of people who go on his show and get interviewed will always sort of spill the beans on some illegal activities they've done, and then they always get indicted or arrested or something. So I'm not ruling out DJ Vlad's involvement in sort of snitching on prods. Wow. That's deep. <laughs>
2: now, when I first, because uh, the, uh, the story came out about four years ago, I believe. And when I first I read the article, I, I saw Prize had $20 million in his account. I stopped reading right there. I said, OK, he's definitely, you know, do, doing some illegal stuff. Because honestly, I mean, name like five people that own a Prize album. I mean, if you if you guys could name five people who actually bought a Proz album, I'll give you uh, I, I'm a million dollars.
0: Ah,
2: I'm gonna I'm put my name. I'm, out just, I'm out saying now, or I can find some.
0: Well, I'm
1: gonna put my you name out it now out of okay. oh, because the thing was, I am now aware that Proz made an album, <laughs> <laughs> which is something that was news to me. That Proz has an album, if not maybe several, which. Basically, what you're saying is there's no way in hell that Prize has $20 million. Exactly. He did not... But I would not necessarily be surprised about that because I've been surprised in the past about certain rappers who have a lot of money. Mainly, uh, Master P yes. is a... What? Almost... Re- really almost, almost rich as hell. Yeah. Uh, little Romeo, not so much. No. No. Oh,
0: well. But Master P did the most. But yeah,
1: uh, Prize having $20 million does seem a little suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, I don't know where this case goes. I don't know where they go with this case. Like, What do you going to indict him,
0: and then what is he, serve jail time? So or So, Fraz happens? has, of yeah. course, declared his innocence and in all this. He yeah, says you he's are, innocent. Yeah, sure. uh, he's also mentioned that he thinks he's being targeted because he's a black man. Um, innocent that, until proven black. So, black until proven guilty. So, what is it? here's uh, black until proven innocent. Black, in,
1: black until proven innocent. Guilty until proven
0: not white, black. Yeah. <laughs> we don't ten points. white. I don't know how that works. I don't understand how the law works. I'm sorry. Uh, so something I just sort of realized is what if Praz was, like, a pawn in this? What if Ja Rule, like, was a pawn in Firefest? Like, what if these sort of, like, shady, like, investor types are just finding these sort of, like, down-upon rap stars from the 90s and 2000s? They're and like, oh, let me just sort of... Throw you under the bus for this? I would say
1: that if we could rewind and you did not include Ja Rule in there, I would have listened to the rest of that without totally not listening to it. So <laughs> if, you had, if you had just said prize, I would have been like, sure. Ja Rule is no pawn in anything. No, he is getting his dumbass in stuff purposely, and he the main thing. Jaw Rule is playing the chess. Oh, you think that Ja Rule might be the J-Lo of this situation? I think definitely he's the, like, he has more, and he, he I mean, he's most people that like, he knows what he can do, and he knows, he's like Martha Stewart, you know, just when to get out, you know, except <laughs> that she didn't because she did yeah, get caught, but basically, you know what I mean, you know, it's, it's that insider trading thing, he's like, he's like, oh shit, things are going bad, Ja Rule out, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, not me, yeah, but doing a concert in New York. Proz might be a, a, a ploy in this, I mean, someone, like you said, if he's down was his luck and someone's like, yo, take some money. I'm gonna do it and then I'm gonna think about the repercussions later yeah. why cause 20 million dollars and I'm pros, and no one wants to work with me <laughs> and my two teammates are not talking <laughs> he's gotta be getting some sort of kickback from like the score and ghetto superstar and yeah you know, but like how much is that uh
0: I don't know to us
1: maybe a lot is of money is Bullworth on demand Bullworth jeez I not bring that up I <laughs> I just,
0: that, that's kind of how
1: Halle Berry's like Halle
0: Berry's other cat woman I <laughs> <laughs> nah, wouldn't have been uh, all right. So, free prize. Yeah, the prize is innocent. Free prize. Yes, we know this. Get J
2: Lo. Obama twenty twenty.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> why not? Uh, uh.
2: By the way, we don't mean Jennifer Lopez. By the way, or we? do we? <laughs> it, 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 this article was not clear.
0: All it said was it is nothing J-Lo very clear. Is at large. Yeah. could be under the guise of J Lo. That'd be so crazy if it was actually J-Lo. Stranger Things have not happened, Ooh. but
1: maybe. It would make sense because now she's getting married to Alex Rodriguez and he's a criminal. Oh, man. This whole
0: yeah. thing ties in together. Yeah, whole steroids, cheating. Yeah. Well, it all makes sense. Everyone should go to jail. <laughs> uh, moving on <laughs> to uh, Joyner Lucas's new song and video. premiered last week, uh, Devil's Work. In it, it was very controversial. He made mention about how he felt people such as Donald Trump and Tommy Loren, Laura Ingram should knight, should die, and in res- and in return, we get back Michael Jackson, Biggie, Tupac, Selena, Nipsey, a bunch of other people. And it caused some controversy, of course, but Jordan Lucas is prone to do that. Uh and in the video. Which he shot at a church in his hometown in Worcester, Massachusetts, St. Peter's Peter's Catholic Church. Uh, The church is not happy with how the video turned out. They were really thrown off by the the cursing in the song, him drinking in the music video. Oh, excuse me. A little indigestion. Uh, He was drinking in the video. And also the entire swapping the president's death for the King of Pop, stuff like that. Uh, So they have said that they don't approve of this video. They're very upset. Uh, Now, Jordan Lucas has hit back and saying, no, you don't get to say that because I actually sat down and discussed the entire concept with you. You were paid for this video. So I don't get why you're so upset and trying to throw me under the bus because you knew exactly what was happening. You gladly took the money and then decided to come at me. I mean, just like,
1: let's just, you know... Yeah, you got any more of that? I don't want to, like... No, no, no. no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. yeah, so, like, let's that's just... That's just <laughs> if you're telling me that, like, a church is going to have a conversation with a rap artist and they're going to be surprised that he did something that may not... Fall in line with the ideals of the church. Like, I, I, I you're lying. Like, he's a rapper. You, I, the likelihood of like him being like a christian rapper and coming being like man so i know the way i look right now I might seem whatever but i'll be like praise god praise god praise god and like he's gonna like he's gonna go in there and be like supporting the church with his lyrics doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me like that even if he is in some way it's gonna be something controversial because it's like that's what rap is that's also who this artist specifically kind of is in a certain way not always but you know, that's kind of what they do and so you're surprised he's drinking hennessy and like talking about i was talking about i don't they're lying. And so I, I'm I'm just gonna say they're lying and basically because he's like, look, he's like they knew they were making money off this. He's like, and also also this. The fact that they knew what they were doing and the priest can now the whoever it is can now say, Oh, um, I didn't know about this adds even more he's like basically this is fuel they want. They want to be like, Oh, we didn't know about this. He's because like, now it's just another talking point for him. It boosts the church image up. Or you know what I mean? So he's like he's saying he's spending so like you, the only reason why you're even bring it up right now basically is like you're getting help by even bringing it up like this is also helping you the fact that you say you didn't know this like because it's now boosting your image and what you want the church to be about and all stuff so you know in a weird way the title of the video is called devil's work there's a little bit involved and in it's called devil's work it's the title of his song his video and part of it is like you're also now having this issue with the church you filmed in where there's some sort of miscommunication or someone is not telling complete truth about what happened or what whatever so I, it's a
0: no. Well, let me respond by saying, uh, how dare you, as a member of the Catholic Church since mm. I was born and baptized, I dare you to name one time the Catholic Church has lied to support your claims that they are lying about this. Mm. You can't, can you? No. They are flawless. You mean it, They are above reproach.
1: You say,
2: I
0: just, like,
1: like, only one time. If it only happened one time, mention it, or, or is that what you're saying? Mm. No, I think I, I think I said No,
0: I, I think I said what I needed to say.
1: So, okay, good. Yes, I see, I see. Yes, how you this works now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Lucas clearly the crazy one here. Also, Catholic Church. Uh, it's a big, taking a big risk by having a rapper. I mean, what kind of money do Especially you need?
0: Especially in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, Church. that's it's what. I, Massachusetts
1: like, I, like, first of all, I get it. Like I'm, my mom's side of the family is from. Um, massachusetts i've been there a bunch i get it but like you're going to tell me and i know that he's from there so there's a whole set of connection of being like a hometown boy so there's that but like what were you thinking was going to happen like where do you think it was going to go also how much money did you make did you you, you made enough money where like here's my thing is that i'd rather know this is why I, I care about i don't care about the fact that you oh you're surprised about him coming there drinking nc talking about kill this person bring back that person uh what I care about is where that money went. What what happened with the money that he paid you? Where did that go? What did what what did that money directly go to helping in the church, right? That's that's really what my concern
0: is. The church makes so much money.
1: Right, so where the, that's that's more important to me. I'd be like, "Hey, a question for you. The money that he gave you guys, what'd you do with that?" Like that's tell me where that went. That's more controversial than him being in there. Also, I am upset with Jordan Lucas for one thing. And a little time's passed. But he could have still put up Bieber because Bieber's on the world list. Um, Like, can't we give you Bieber and you give us someone
0: else? I will tell you one thing I was upset with Jordan Lucas about. And this is serious. Not upset, but like, it's kind of like, ah, come on, dude. Uh, Was that he was like, oh, I feel like my First Amendment rights are being... And he's saying it in comparison because he was going after these right-wing sort of figures who always talk about, oh, my, like, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. And he's saying like, what about my freedom of speech? And I gotta keep the same energy on both sides. Like that's not what freedom of speech really is. You're allowed to be critiqued on stuff. Uh, I think he has a point uh, absolutely with telling the church and like, no, like if you took money and knew exactly what I was gonna be filming, then I don't get why you're calling me out on this. But it's just like a little thing for me where it's like people I think should know what freedom of speech actually means.
1: Well, I mean, if they were to cut off his like pull his stuff from the radio and then like not you know what i mean like a, that that essentially would be it if they were like okay we're we're taking your song off the air. yeah or he was like imprisoned yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like basically being like what you said whatever we're not gonna let anyone hear this then then his rights are being violated yeah. someone's critiquing what you're doing like you both got to be up for grabs for this um i actually will say that the song devils work i i like the song devils yeah. work i like the the whole flow of it i like Jordan lucas and his whole style um you know, we're, we live in controversy. The people he named killing, like, and bringing back, whatever, he didn't say he's going to kill them. These people have done things that, like, he isn't the only person who has this thought. These people have also said things that maybe have gotten other people shot at or killed. Yes. Or have, have been, like, Laura Ingram, specifically, we've talked about on this show. for yes. the stuff she said about Missy, the stuff she said about LeBron and Kevin Durant. So, like, I'm not saying kill these people and bring back some up, but, like, they're controversial figures in their own right. Yeah. That's they're just already on the table, that innocent. and now someone else just calling you out for it. I mean, I get it. And exactly. they're like, "Oh, my pearls! Let me clutch them. I'm gonna clutch my pearls!" And this just like Catholic church while I'm drinking Hennessy. I do like the idea of drinking Hennessy in church. Look, he—that's not the only alcohol being drank in church. No. People, okay, blood of Christ, blood of Christ. All right. Everyone's getting a little watered down, but a watered down. <laughs> you got to drink a lot
0: to feel good. Getting turnt
1: on, like, you know, uh, poker chips and uh,
0: <laughs> wine, cup wine. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to hell. All right, moving on. Speaking of. Well, I'm not going to go going to hell just yet. i am move that to the next story. Okay. But uh, big news, sort of in the political aspect, but this ties into movies, I swear. Uh, Georgia has passed uh, the much debated and talked about abortion law in which, I guess they say, after six weeks, can't have an abortion. It's like, oh, after six weeks, you gotta keep it, which is causing a lot of controversy. Some people are like, you don't even know you're pregnant. <laughs> Mandatory before. Mother's Day is what I mean. <laughs> Uh So, because a lot of TV shows and films are shot in Georgia because of the great tax breaks they get, uh, this affects what a lot of people in terms of production companies are wanting to do like Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams were saying that they are still going to shoot their stuff there because they're already like set up but they're going to like take their like episode fees and donate it to trying to like overturn this and do some good things but there are actually five production companies that are now saying as long as that law is there, which hasn't gone into effect yet, and it still could be overturned. But as long as Georgia has that law, they are going to pull themselves from filming in Georgia. And those companies are Killer Films, Uh, David Simon from The Wire, Blown Deadline Productions. Uh, They also have Nina Jacobson's Color Force, who did Crazy Rich Asians and American Crime Story. Uh, Mark Duplass, the Duplass, is it Duplass or Duplass? Duplass, Duplass, Duplass. I love them, they're great. Uh, The Duplass Brothers Productions also is pulling out. And then Counter Narrative Films, which produced Netflix's Triple Frontier, has said that they will not shoot in Georgia while the abortion law exists. Mm -hmm. So do you think this is going to make an impact on either the abortion law or films and TV shows being shot in Georgia? Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, you already have companies who are saying they're gonna be pulling out and not gonna be filming in Georgia. I'm pretty sure more people will get behind it. Hollywood has a bunch of, like, obviously, like, fads. Everything we do is in fads and, like, little, like, spurts, I think, sometimes. So I think that there will be pressure from a lot of these other organizations or other people who are filming or projects there to be like, you know what, we're going to not do it. Unless you have to film in Georgia, I feel like. Are you, you know what I mean? If you're a local, this is a local production from a local team, a local people, maybe you stay there. But I feel like a lot of people are going to be moving out of here. And then maybe some local, some other... East Coast cities, some areas maybe around there, are going to see this as an opportunity to maybe say, "Hey, come film here." Because to be honest, Georgia looks like us. Georgia looks like a lot of places. These other, you know, companies are going to probably be forced to kind of pull out as well. And uh, I, I think that this is like one of situations where I don't know if it's really going to do anything. Georgia does not give. Georgia doesn't care. Really, obviously, about what a lot of people in the rest of the country think based upon what they're doing. I've been to Georgia. Uh, It is a very, very interesting place race-wise. If you're in Atlanta, cool. If you're outside Atlanta, not cool. Very not cool. A lot of places where I don't even ever want to... Like, literally, I never want to go again. It's just, like, it's too much of, like, time hasn't passed. Yeah. And still, like, the 50s over there. So that's how they believe. I hope that this pulls enough money out of Georgia that it does make an impact, and I would like to see how how much Hollywood can really like use their force. The same way we're like, you know, um, Guardians of the Galaxy with James Gunn being like, you're not gonna put James Gunn in here, we're not gonna be a part of this project, James Gunn's back. So I wonder if there's gonna be some sort of repercussion on that and if Georgia's gonna be like, yo, we need this money. They do, I mean, it's not like they're not using that and benefiting from the fact that all these shows are filming here, you know? So, yeah, I mean, do you think that it's going to, like, force the... uh,
2: Is it going to make a political change? I don't know. I I
0: know there's a lot of people fighting this, but I feel like you said, outside of Atlanta, the constituents are still kind of... Their mentality is a little old-fashioned. So I can see them also... Very nice of you. (laughs) I could see them being very, like, oh, these Hollywood elite liberals trying to tell us what to do. Well, we don't need them, like, even though they do, but they'll, they'll, I can see them drawing a line in the sand or, like, chopping off their nose to spite their face or whatever the saying is because of this issue. Like, I can see them standing behind this because they do. Like, they really stand, like, I was talking to Patrick about this. Abortion's very, it's not a black and white issue. There's there's a lot of different things involved in moving parts. So I can see them just, like, Standing firm in there, especially if Hollywood's being like, well, we don't want to do this. If they're pissing off Hollywood, they think they're doing something right. They're like, oh, we must be doing something right if if these evil, like, elites uh, who live in their own little bubble in La La Land are are upset with us. We know we're doing something right. So But they probably
1: all have cable and watch TV shows and so still get entertainment. So I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like obviously yes, other places can look at this as the elitist system or whatever in Hollywood or have our own private bubble. But like you still watch the content probably that comes out of this area. Oh, Everything that you're watching. if you you know there is a there's a whole T V there's a whole level of T V or enjoying the day. And someone's watching it. I'm not saying they all live in Georgia, but I'm saying they might live in Georgia. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like a, you know, So this is what you—people you, 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 hate the Kardashians, but maybe some people in Georgia are watching them story about the Kardashians. I don't sure know. Sure do.
0: The Kardashians have so many viewers. Do
1: you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man. This is one of those things where I—it is getting political. It does go into pro-life, pro-choice, this whole thing. I don't know George's approach, but this is not the only backlash. So Hollywood is not the only backlash you're gonna receive. There's gonna really be other things. It's like when um I forget with the Carolina, you know, they received Oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah the, then, the the bathroom. Yeah, and then people were like, Oh we're well, we're not gonna hold the NCAA tournament thing in uh, Carolina. Yeah. You're not gonna have this now. So it's gonna have to be a lot of companies being like, you're not you know we're not just not gonna go to Georgia anymore. That's gonna hurt the many people there's <laughs> a lot of people in Georgia are like it's gonna hurt a lot of things. Yeah, I know people who move to Georgia because they're like, Oh, this is like the new Hollywood. Yeah, no, literally, like that's what I was thinking. Like, there's if these companies leave, these local hire actors, why you know, maybe they leave. Maybe they say maybe this hurts their business. Yeah. You know, I have a really good friend of mine who started up on TV shows in Atlanta before she came out here. Do you know what I mean? Like that changes that whole narrative that there's no more Atlanta and Hollywood. There's also, um, is Tyler Perry's company in Atlanta? I don't okay, think so. Yeah, 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 so. Right, yeah. so has he have a stance on this at all? Do I have not heard... I would like to know Tyler Perry's stance on this. I think it was occur, oh, or I'm Christ. not occur with this. Oh. Oh. I haven't heard yet. The thing about it is, I would I often feel like he takes no stance on anything ever, and like would like, to be like, Hey, you Perry, you got anything you want to say about this, or no, your company's going to go on as normal. you little bit to a little bit of a a shit anyway, whatever. I don't know, man. Keeping an eye on you, Tyler Perry.
2: But the more interesting uh, thing about this, other than Tyler Perry's uh, take, is Disney's take because I'm like I, I'm not sure if you know, but ninety nine percent of all the Marvel movies are shot in Atlanta. Like, yeah, uh, you the are. Infinity War, Avengers. Day. all, if you if you you know, stay at the end of the credits, you will see that peach, that Georgia peach. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, is Avengers gonna you know pull out. Uh, yeah, it'd be or,
1: nice to know Disney's so, take on that. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they definitely have their hat in that ring. Although they might say, well, that was a different phase of the MCU. And that <laughs> phase is over. The new phase doesn't film in Georgia. Yeah, And phase four is not filmed I in mean, Georgia. I mean, they can't change what they already filmed. Then, right. But yeah, 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 they could snap their fingers. All right, Tyler Perry, her. Disney. Get uh, on it. Feel free to tweet us back and let us know your responses. Yes. Um. Maybe, you know, within a couple of days of hearing this. Yes. Of
0: course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will get no response. No response. <laughs> uh, you mentioned earlier about how, uh, like, Hollywood fads and, like, how... Uh, one Hollywood fad that, sadly, does not ever seem to be going away mm-hmm. is sex trafficking. What? Uh, so, The Hollywood Reporter just uh, published an article entitled, Sex Trafficking, Mars the Mystique of Cannes Film Festival. Quote, this crime is significantly underreported. And this whole article basically is saying a lot of stuff that we already knew a Harvey Weinstein used his power to try and get aspiring young female actresses into bed and then would sometimes uh, use threats of violence or, you know, ruin their career in order to achieve what he wanted. Uh, that wasn't anything that when I read this article I was like this is an old article uh, but the article then goes on to say that this is still something that happens uh, not just the Harvey Weinstein but a lot of it especially in Cannes Film Festival there's so many like foreign actresses will go there try and be discovered Hollywood bigwigs will coerce them into sexual acts pass them around for promises of being in movies sometimes they live up to those promises, sometimes they don't. Uh, Interesting little bits I found in this article were they said if you see a foreign actress in a Hollywood film who has had zero credits before, uh, chances are she is victim to the sex trafficking going on here. Uh, They made mention of two actresses, not by name, who are big names who apparently got their start being passed around and they didn't want to talk about it because why would they? Uh, It's something that's been talked about for, I feel, as long as Hollywood's been around. Uh, And this article, I feel, at the same time, is not saying stuff that we already didn't know, but at the same time is sort of making it more concrete that sexual trafficking, which this article also pointed out, doesn't necessarily mean you're, like, locked in a dungeon, chained, and being sold. It has to do with coercion of violence and, and threats as well. So... Uh, God, it's a lot to sort of take in. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, let's see here. I mean, this is like like you said it. This is a, a topic that has been going on, I think, since forever in Hollywood. Um, and then forever around the world. Yes. And forever in... Probably every entity, I could say, in corporate America, political arena, sports, NFL, NBA. I'm sure every... Restaurant, restaurant business. Restaurant business. Um, And then that's the thing, too. Human trafficking doesn't have to like always even be sexual. Do you know what I mean? It could be the actual workforce or something. Things yeah. along all that labor lines. Um, even, uh, you know, the the president and um, Secret Service. You know, everyone's, everyone has their stories about everyone dabbling into this. This is an interesting topic to bring up because like you'd said it like you you read this and you were like is this an old article you know and they're like oh how, this is still a problem it's never gone away just because harvey weinstein always all to happen people feel like like you you know it's it's not like the problem is there it's not like harvey weinstein had a sex trafficking company that he ran under like the weinstein the weinstein sex trafficking company isn't a thing you know this is something where he got into this. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not saying that, like, I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm not saying that Harvey Weinstein went to Cannes. He's like, hey, look, we all have money. We all have influence. Let's traffic some girls. I don't think that meeting took place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's probably something that's already been happening. And it isn't as if, like, like, these are foreign girls that are generally being, that are in this story they're talking about. Yeah. So where would that come from? Where who how they get to that thing, how they get to the, the Cannes Festival. Who's the person who brought them over? Who's the guy who's like, I have some girls for you. We've all seen this movie where like something's, you know, taking place. I was watching um, License Licensed Kill the other day, one of the James Bond movies, and these have uh, these meetings with the Japanese businessmen. And now every single time I see any scene like this, my mind immediately goes to oh, that's horrible. That's human trafficking. You know, they finish the meeting up, they open the doors, and it's like Blonde women. This is like an eighties. blonde women standing around. All the Japanese men come in. They all like go and talk to them. And they're. We presume they're going to go have a good time, a party, probably some sex, right? Mm-hmm. That's human trafficking. Yeah. Those women. That's that, That's in the movie. It's in everything where you see like. You know what I mean? This is this is it's. Hollywood puts it in their own movies. What they're already doing. Yeah. So, I don't think there's ever going to be an end to this. Uh, I'm not trying to sound bleak or morbid or whatever, but human trafficking is not just an isolated thing to a certain thing. We have Robert Kraft currently being involved with the uh, NFL about like being at a massage parlor that's involving human trafficking. There's a movie that's out um, right now starring uh, Omar Epps, uh, Luke Goss, and then um, Robin Thicke's ex. Oh, Paul Patton. Paul Patton. Paul Patton. Uh, Paul Patton. And it's it's called Traffic. It's about human trafficking. It's a whole different way of looking at it. And actually, funny thing, I uh at the place I work at, I bumped into Luke Goss. You know, I remember saying, hey man, I just saw traffic, it's a really you know, good movie. He's like, yeah, like, a lot of people don't know anything about this. And this movie takes a different spin about it because it brings it to a whole different light that you wouldn't even have thought about it. But one of the main themes of this movie that is even at the you know, end of it, this is not stopping. You haven't done anything. Like it's like a character's like you haven't done anything. You know just 'cause you, you stopped me, you haven't done anything. It's still going on. So you know, taken entire franchise built on what human trafficking. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not, it's not going anywhere. It's not stopping. I would love to be like, hey, this can story. They're going to investigate it more in Hollywood reports and call out certain people. But those women don't even want to talk about it. And then <laughs> I could play the whole advocate of like the the showiness. I'm going to play the showiness male role right now and be like, well, did those women benefit? Are their careers better now? Is that like have they like are those two actresses doing really well? And then. Maybe there's like, maybe those two are, maybe there's like 50 that aren't. Yeah. They're still in the Ukraine or somewhere else. I'm just saying that like, there's some people in Hollywood, like, well, you know, it benefits, you know, they got a role. It's like, you know what I mean? Someone's going to play that side of it. man. Right, like, right. well, hey, their career's improved. Yeah, so. it's How, like they, they,
0: they get sent it to it or was observe choice.
1: We can probably go through, there's probably a list of other male actors too who have done a lot of things to get where they're at in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole level of, of that too, of like, if you know this is a problem and you contribute to it, that's horrible because this is the choice you were given, but the fact that you have to have been given that choice to do this, you know, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, I don't know if this is going to be... This is... what we, we stumbled upon... Not stumbled upon... This is an article that's going to be rewritten several times about several different places and several different locations yeah. and different things. This is
0: not done. Yet. And there'll be a new Harvey Wein scene coming out, like, in the future, and and then, like, you'll stop him, then there'll be another one, and there's a, will be a bunch of others that aren't reported and will still make a bunch of movies and still be very powerful and I try to be an optimistic person by nature but like you kind of just look at the grand scope of this problem and you're like where do, where do you even begin? Put Google Google human trafficking
1: and like there's so many different stories that come up about like you know you see like a, they say hey if, you, if you're a girl and you see a little thing on um, the side of a, a post being like hey looking for Maids or whatever, you know. Like, I mean, hey, looking for extra work here. Those, those, that's that's it. Sometimes those are ploys to get women. You know, um, a friend of mine, um, a filmmaker, uh, Jan David Sutar, mm-hmm. uh, just released a uh, released a film, um, almost completely and in, um, in Spanish, actually, yeah, almost completely in Spanish, about literally human trafficking, But based upon true stories of these girls who were coming across the border and got, you know end up getting involved in this not by the choice basically being like abducted and so that's 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 separate from this entire story another thing's happening so if anything this, is, this kind of follows the me too thing where the more people are starting to speak out about it and the more it's happening these are exposing things now so there's might be one billionaire who goes to the Cannes festival and next time he's like you know what i don't you know whatever maybe i'm not i don't know so maybe more stories come out more good stuff happens so. i hope Well,
0: now that we have thoroughly bummed everyone out, including (laughs) ourselves, time to lighten things up a little bit with Song of the Week this week. It is Felicia by Rhapsody featuring Buddy. She made my friends feel like yeah. my mama was dazed. They like your mama fine. I know she's fine, y'all late. They lack like was tripping. She like better get your attitude straight. She got some big heels to feel. So full disclosure, Rhapsody has become one of my favorite rappers in the past like five years. Uh I wasn't too familiar with her. i heard about her. Uh heard she was good, and then stumbled upon one of her songs. Loved it. Uh, I know that she works almost exclusively with Ninth Wonder. I feel like she and him are like one of the more underrated rapper-producer duos of the decade. And this song, uh, Felicia is actually named after Felicia Rashad, uh, Felicia? Felicia Rashad. Felicia? Felicia Rashad. Felicia. Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Uh, my fault. Just to add one, you want to be like, "By Felicia. Bye Felicia. Felicia. Bye Felicia. Song of the Week, Felicia by Rhapsody, featuring Buddy. Uh, it's not about Felicia Rashad, but I think it's supposed to uh, sort of draw comparisons to Claire Huxable, the, the, the sort of archetype that she was in the 80s, you know, just like the, the strong black uh, working mother who was also a very loving mother. Because this song uh, was released right before Mother's Day, and it's basically a sort of love letter to her uh, own mother. And uh, the the soul sample beat is great. Love Ninth Wonder and all the beats that he does. Uh, The hook by Buddy is very catchy. And and Rhapsody is, is not only a good wordsmith and lyricist, but she is able to paint a great picture. And it's for me I find it like it never got too cheesy but it was authentic and genuine which is what Rhapsody is best at doing
1: and I want to point out how it's bringing a positive light to what has become a not positive thing the Cosby show
0: yes like
1: you know what I mean like there was a lot of great things that came out of the Cosby show and you can look at her role as a mother and be like yo like she was a great mom like yeah. you know like the show was a great I show. constantly would watch the Cosby show and my mom would be like Excuse me, Mom. <laughs> uh, Clara Huxtable didn't yell at her kids. Oh, she Okay, well, she did yell at her oh, kids oh, that wow. one she, time. She
0: really let the have But out. then,
1: yeah, that one time she did. But I was like, hey, you know, also, what's up with uh, their house? I was house. What's yeah. going on here? i are not living a Cosby life. Uh, but yeah, I like bringing some positive light to that. That's really kind of dope because... I'm still very sad that I can't really reference or watch the Cosby show and then like I mean look man he did what he did but like you know what I mean
0: there's other points of the show they were like they were good yeah, so let's not get, look, the message of the did a lot of, was good. of good it was a cockroach. Cool come on man uh, also one of the lines I really liked in the song was she mentioned how I guess growing up a lot of her friends used to be like oh your mom's fine she's like yeah I know you're all late like like you just like realize that? But I thought it was cool. Like, she took pride in the fact that her mom's no. beautiful. Whereas I feel maybe it was a guy thing, but if any of our friends like said something like that about our mom, we know they didn't, they meant it as a compliment, but not really. They're being dirty about it. So I'd get very angry about it. So I thought it was cool that she kind of flipped it and was like, yeah, like she is beautiful. And you should have learned that a long time ago. But it yeah, is well, what it is. Sometimes people say dirtier things. And no, they, I, they, never know no, she they says, definitely yeah, do. No, they definitely
2: right. do. Vince, let me ask you something. So, Mm -hmm. for Father's Day, if uh, Rhapsody or any other rapper comes out with a song named "Cos," it was a dope song. Would you still give it the same love? Yes. It was a dope dope song, song. and it's Rhapsody. Okay. Why wouldn't
0: I? Now, (laughs) is it about Cosby? Or is it about the idea of Cliff Huxtable? If you do it about Cliff Huxtable,
1: that's different.
0: Yeah. Do Do you think that
1: Felicia, do you think that Claire Huxtable was like, where's Cliff going? Where's Cliff been? Why does Cliff always have his doctor bag all like locked up? Like, what's in that back office
0: that he's yeah. always hey,
1: checking Cliff out? I heard or a scream from the basement. It's do should I go down no, I'll take care of that. Claire, don't go down the basement. <laughs> don't go down the basement. That's where I got the girls tied up. But the basement for the jellos. Sorry, that's horrible. God, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean
0: this is uh, Let's move on. We're going so well. <laughs> All right, moving on to the classy portion of this the show. By my favorite part of the show. Yes, when you hear the Mozart playing, you know what time it is. This week, hip hop history.
1: This week, hip hop history.
2: That's right. It is this week. In hip hop history, by the way, I'm convinced that is not Vince and Lonnie's voice. Oh, I'm we convinced. We have the
0: receipts. That is both me and Lonnie singing that. I still have the file on my garage That's, uh, band. Yeah, I
1: don't know what you're talking about. That's totally within our range. Yes, it's us. There was no. We were both in choir at high school. Right. I, I, hey, man. I, I can throw and, down.
0: And I threw some filters on there to sort of rough off some of my edges. So I'll prove it. I'll That's prove us. it to you. That's us, man. Uh, But yes, this week in hip-hop history for the week of May 6th through the 12th. uh, I have to admit this week in hip-hop history should be spelled week W-E-A-K Because it is kind of a week week in hip-hop history But it is our job to share it with you starting with May 6th Dram releases the single Broccoli Featuring acclaimed Thespian and noted sex symbol Little Yachty. The breakout single would become one of the biggest crossover rap successes of the year 2016. And I know this is not really a song that we cover, and it it's not a song I think if it was released any other week that we would show any love to. And I'm not a big Little Yachty fan. I don't hate the song. I'm fine with the song. I actually like the song. I don't.
1: This is a horrible news story. Nope, nothing this happened is- this week. This is horrible that this
0: is news. May 7th, nothing happened. May 8th, <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> now,
1: wait, wait.
0: Someone might be like, yo, something happened that we don't know about. Well, so the, I don't the, wanna... there, there, are, there are birthdays. Right. I, I've noticed there was a lot of birthdays. Like, Ghostface was born this past week, but we decided, like, we're going to sort of, like... Yeah, no, I mean, there's the nothing nothing
1: significant happened yeah. that we are
0: aware of or that we could
1: find. Yes. And that we feel significant to tell you about. We did the research. And, except for
0: broccoli yes so (laughs) So, moving all the way up to may 11th onyx released their hit single slam it reached number four on the billboard hot 100 topped the rap chart and was certified platinum three months after its release in 1993 this song was inescapable at my all-white elementary school Mm. Not, not not all white like it was all white but it was predominantly white but man did we love this song how the black people at the school feel about that? I'm sure they liked it too. When I think they were a little upset that I'm sure a lot of the kids were dropping. And animals. slam, you're like, hey, jeez, I'm just trying to get to class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to May 12th, Young M.A. self-releases the hit single "Ooh." It reached number. <laughs> That's how it sounds. That's how the song goes. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. No. That's
0: fine. Now I gotta start over. Young M.A. self-releases the hit single "Ooh." It reached number nine on the RB hip-hop chart and number 19 on the Billboard Hot 100, making it one of the most successful rap singles of the summer of 2016. Jeez. That's exciting news. It was. Hey, it it was. was.
2: <laughs> you know what? Did I say this was my favorite segment? Can I take that back? Wait. <laughs> well, we're not done. Right. We are not
0: done. Please, go. Please tell me. May 12th. Okay. 1998, okay. DMX okay, okay. debut okay. album. It's okay. dark and hell is hot. <laughs> Boasting the singles Get At Me Dog, Stop Being Greedy, Rough Riders Anthem, dam, and dam, dam. How It's Going Down. It debuted dam, dam. at number one on the Billboard 200, and by the end of 2000, had been certified quadruple platinum. Also, it was the first of two albums that DMX released in 1998. They both... Opened at number one. He Killing it! The first living rap artist to have two number one albums the same year. The second rap artist, period, after Tupac, but one of his came after his death. But still, DMX came out of the gates. Killing swinging it! Man. Killing it, bro! now Lonnie the other day we were cleaning out uh, your storage unit moved yes. stuff around came Move across around. a treasure trove of great DVDs and CDs oh yeah man and you came to mention that like some of the music you listened to back in 98 and DMX was one of them you're like this was an important I'm like, a DMX
1: fan through and through like when I played the hell out of the album one of the main reasons is I would wait till I would be in school and after school got out like I had like rehearsal for either like player, choir, some kind of thing going on while I was waiting for the parents to come pick me up. Boom. Pop the CD player. Cool CD player. I had like a 15 second bass boost thing that were like record so they had to skip protection. Pop in there because you know DMX is rattling the CD Oh, yeah, player. yeah. And then I would just like, I would just listen to DMX, man. I would go through and through and it's like, I'm actually glad that this is a story this week because it was a tragic we, we, we've week. Gotta end, we've got to end strong. We've got to end strong. It's horrible. <laughs> but
0: it's, yeah. to make up I think, For I think we got something. For this lackluster week in hip-hop history. Yeah. Lonnie, why don't you hit him with a bonus throwback song of the week from the platinum, quadruple platinum, It's Dark and Hell is Hot by DMX. Look, let me be honest
1: with you. Like, this is a tough road to try to find a song off of this album. We just went through it. There's so many dope tracks, not even that you haven't even mentioned on right there. And because of that, I'm going to give you one of those tracks... That for me, I played repeatedly, and I couldn't stop listening to it, Damien. It's when DMX is basically talking to, like, you know, his, like, not alter ego, but like the devil, essentially, like, rapping back and forth. It, I don't want to spoil too much, although it'd be weird to say this is a spoiler. You should have heard this already. But it's a throwback. There's a lot of people who haven't heard this. Some people are not familiar with DMX for some strange reason, his, between his legal issues and all the other stuff that he has done. Uh, movies with David Arquette. Movies with David Arquette. Movies with Jet Lee. Yes. DMX will go down in the fight. Don't Absolutely. get it wrong, okay? Um, but yes, uh Damien is the bonus track of the week. It's for the old school hip hop heads, for the new school hip hop heads who don't understand what's going on and listen to something cool, get some some if you wanna pump your day up, yes. DMX is your guy. DMX is the man. Damien, bonus track.
2: okay, like you, but my friends call me Damien, and I'ma put
0: you in the jump That is a good one. I remember when these albums came out, a bunch of the football players. Uh, at our school, I remember hearing in the locker room were already proclaiming DMX to be the best rapper of all time. They were like, he might be the best rapper of all time. And these kids were, no offense to them, pretty out of touch with in terms like hip hop like, the white school you were? Yes. Do? Okay. I mean I mean they listened to hip hop but they were like, oh, they knew a little bit, but they the grand scheme of things, not all of them knew everything, but I thought they were pretty astute with this early like, wow, already Considered to be one of the all-time greats. I mean, he's up there for me. People like you know forget about Dmx a lot.
1: I mean, because you have so many people, but like, like two two albums same year,
0: killed it. Come on. Yeah, and then he had more albums after that too. He did, man. Uh, so that wraps up the show for this week. Uh, we had some ups. We had some downs. And it's strong with Slam and DMX.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, We
0: did end strong with Slam and DMX. Yes.
1: We should never again talk about Little Yachty. (laughs) No, we're going to have to. We talked about him
0: twice. We have. Also, horrible actor. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Uh, But yes, so make sure to check out all the songs that we've mentioned. And yeah, episode 10.
1: Yeah, in man. the books 10 in the books man Yes, That's right it's, it's there
2: oh how you guys missing this episode 10 X oh,
1: oh. Ah, yeah, coming for you <laughs> X <laughs> coming we, <laughs> yeah. we totally missed that we did we missed so many things with this X. is
2: why you're just <laughs> Mr. Rick extraordinaire I know man we're at the
0: end of the show already <laughs> I'm sorry I y'all. thought we you were know, Forgot a story or something? Oh, like, no, how could <laughs> you forget oh, this? Like, I don't know. I'm glad you're <laughs> <we're> here. <laughs> Ow, you bit me. That yeah, Why, <laughs> Lottie? Oh, I think he left a mark. You made long enough, yeah, not ble- me long up, man. Stop bleeding. I'm not bleeding, but I might soon. All right. While I go get something to wipe down this potential blood, I
1: did We
0: are going to sign off. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Hip hop movie news and yeah. Facebook hip hop and movie news. Uh, but, we're
1: gonna be throwing a whole bunch of content your way. Yes. I hope you guys are aware of that.
0: Opening the floor. We're gonna throw content your way. We want you throw stuff our way. We want to share content. It's gonna be a, it's, it's, it's gonna be fun. Yes, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna post some hip hop movie stuff. If Patrick Pierre is in charge of it, it's gonna be a lot of air up there type stuff, so just just bear with
1: it. <laughs> Wait, Kevin I mean, Bacon door, the what Kevin the Bacon hell? floodgates have been opened. Where yeah, this come it, from? That was good. Got a
2: lot of air up there, y'all. It, it is his mission. Six
1: degrees of get, Kevin Bacon. To get you into this movie. <laughs> Patrick Pierre, man, we got this, man. So, Kevin Bacon, we're reaching out <laughs> to you right now. Number one fan sitting in this room. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, you know. It would mean the world to send him. Send all VHS copies of The Air Up There.
2: <laughs> if to... you had said Stir of Echoes, I would, have been a, I would not protest. But Air Up There, come on.
0: No, you love Air Up okay. There. I don't knock this. It's there. okay. Like, you were just saying that earlier. Like, don't don't get shy <laughs> on us now. <laughs> all right. So, this is Hip Hop and Movie News, the podcast. I am Vince Eustace. I'm Lonnie Finley. Patrick Pierre, extraordinaire. World's biggest fan of The Air Up There. Uh, so just chill till the next episode. Yes, yes, y'all. Ah! That's the same bite mark!